Bow. Welcome back to another episode of Wrestling-ish Trash, the nonsensical podcast where we talk everything professional wrestling, past, present, and quite possibly the future. Yeah. Yeah. Got an early Welcome one back, in. everyone. Trash Boy Nick coming to you live on another Trash Tuesday to talk all the wrestling. We had a crazy weekend. Of wrestling, a little entertainment last night on wrestling. We go down rabbit holes about wrestling. We're going to talk everything today. What a weekend, though. What a weekend. weekend. Pop-ups everywhere. Contracts being ripped up. Shirts being ripped off with a new company shirt on it. We got everything. No, but happy to be back with everyone. Love recording the show for you guys. Shit, even just for us. If literally there was zero views every week and it was just us two, I think I'd still have a blast doing this, to be honest. Don't care. That's one thing you guys had to understand. Whoever's out there actually watching this, we appreciate it. We love it. But, like, this isn't a let's blow up podcast. Let's try to be as edgy as possible. We're not. This isn't JD from New York. We're not doing any of that bullshit. We're just here because we actually what the like fuck? Yeah. I don't fucking care. Can you imagine having to come on this show every, I don't know how often that guy records, but every day or every week and having to sit here and scream into your microphone because of fucking wrestling? Nah, bro. I can't do it. Never. You're supposed to enjoy wrestling. That's what we promote on this show is enjoying wrestling. That's actually what we say at the end of every show. By the way, Lou from the BX, host of the Everything Podcast, co-host of Wrestling Show. No, that was on me. I just started talking shit. Um (laughs) Before we jump into the whole thing, we introduce ourselves as Lou from the BX. And uh, everything is everything. Everything is great. We had a fantastic weekend of wrestling. Another great week of crazy shit going on. So uh, we're just going to go ahead and jump right in, man. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, Man, this weekend, you know, we live in a world where it's like you want to be productive do things. Like, I don't know whether it's exercise or just be outside or out of the house, even if it's going Man, I felt this weekend, I was just nothing but a bum between wrestling and football, which I'm cool with. Oh, yeah. You know, cool with that. But, um, yeah, I just felt at all times, whether you were watching the football game or wrestling or even opening social media, something in the sports world was going on. Um, The first news article we had, I put it in the front just because I felt, you know, I didn't think, I thought it was going to be talked about a lot more than it actually did. And maybe it's because there was a lot of wrestling on this weekend. Um, But Jack Perry showed up at the uh, the New Japan show, ripped up his AEW contract, and put on an armband that said scapegoat. Now, of course, I'm one who's always going to believe something. So I I texted Lou about it. He said it's a work. I'm I'm, I'm on the side now that it's a work. I'm assuming it's a work. But I was was a little disappointed. I was a little disappointed at your excitement of it actually being a real thing. <laughs> I was a little disappointed. I'm like, come on, bro. You really think that this dude went to fucking a New Japan show with a contract and he ripped that shit up for real? Like, this ain't 1986, bro. That shit don't happen no more, bro. All that shit is crazy, bro. That's awesome, but... Yeah, like I said, I don't know if it's just because of all the wrestling that was going on this weekend, and I'm going to keep saying it, football, playoff football is on this weekend, so maybe eyes and mouths just weren't all there on it. Um, but we haven't seen him. You know what I mean? Like, we saw CM Punk again before we saw him. Right. 
you're not repping CM Punk today. Um, I was Lisa, actually going to wear my CM Punk shirt. I couldn't find it. <laughs> but I think it's cool. I think he came back definitely looking like a heel more this time than he was when, you know, before his hiatus from uh, AEW. You know, that facial hair, just the attire makes him look older, makes him look more like a heel. Um, you know, because a lot of people were speculating before that he maybe would have been the devil. There were some talks of that. Right. Um, you know, but I liked it. I think it's cool how he showed up somewhere else before AEW. Obviously, yeah. with the whole contract ripped up. But, like, it made sense that he showed up somewhere else, too. So, you know, I'm really intrigued to see where it goes. But what was your initial thoughts, you know, when you saw this? Yeah, it was a really shocking... It was shocking because, like... I wasn't thinking about Jack Perry. He's been out of sight, out of mind. I haven't been wondering when's he going to come up? When is, when are we going to see Jungle Boy again? Or I, I really haven't been thinking about dude. And it was really cool to see him like kind of drift, like dressed like a drifter or a mm -hmm. grifter or whatever, just kind of like a rough looking dude with the scraggly beard. And he actually looked like, you know, like, you know, he went out there and he fucking, he threw the beat down. And he actually looked like a threat. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Because when he came back um, after the Christian thing, when he came back as that heel and he was doing that heel thing and he was fighting Hook and that kind of thing, like, I didn't, it didn't work for me at all. Like, his heel Jack Perry thing, it, it was, like, almost like what I wanted. I kind of wanted him to go to, like, full, remember, like, Hollywood rock type yep. character? I remember. We talked like, about thought, this in here. Yeah. Like, I thought he should have been a little more something like that. Um, so to see him take this route um, and kind of play up the whole thing with CM Punk. And, so did you hear that uh, some, you know, when there's a part in the video where he's uh, he's like on his knee and he looks at the camera and he says something, but you can't hear what he's saying. And yeah. Some people were trying to figure out it, it, what it was he said. So some lip reader, I'm just saying, I, is some lip reader said uh, that what he says is, are you too are you too busy on Twitter to pick up and pick up the phone and make a phone call? Is what he said. Oh, yeah. okay. That's so cool. I guess you know like kind of taking shots at Tony Khan, um, and then ripping up the contract and everything. So it's interesting. It brings interest to this guy because yeah. that's one thing you can definitely say that has not been there really is like interest for Jack Perry. So yeah. I thought it was dope. No, and no, to, to add on it, a couple of things. Um, first off, the whole him and hook thing. Hook's obviously been a face since day one, right? Um, but, and this isn't a shot at either one. I'm, I'm not a big friggin' 200-something pound like Jack dude either. But even then, when he was supposed to be playing as this heel or whatever, Hook still looked more like as the intimidating factor yep. compared to each other. Now it looks a lot different. And then what I wanted to ask is, going into this, like, because we haven't heard Jack Perry at all, like at all. And yeah. we're both people who watch the media. I don't even remember people even asking questions about him at the media scrums, like in the future, like, hey, what's going on well, with Jack Perry? Yeah, because we had yet another debut on that. Well, it was not on that show. Um, no, the, the debut was, I'm talking about Nick Nemeth at Wrestle Kingdom. I got oh, yeah. like, wires crossed there. But definitely, yeah, there wasn't, I don't remember there being a lot of talk on that San Jose show afterwards about Jack, so... Yeah, no, and then, no, but even at the AEW shows, like at Full Gear, I don't think anything was mentioned at the media scrum about him, World's End, so uh, you think he comes out 
when he does show up, he does something kind of like, remember when MJF was written off TV, calling Tony a fucking mark, and like, do you think it's going to come back to like, in a way, his first, not opponent necessarily, but I guess encounter rival is Tony Khan? It could be cool if they do like a, I hate, I hate to even say this because it's so played out, but like a, like an NWO type of situation where like he just shows up and, you know, he jumps in through the crowd and he starts disrupting shit and kind of like becomes kind of like a nuisance out there in the crowd, getting involved in matches, um, yeah. getting chased out by security type shit. Like it'd be cool if they kind of did something like that. I mean, it's been done before. But it works. Um, unless there's some kind of new wrinkle or something that they want to put on this sauce for this kind of angle, uh, I think it'd be cool. But I don't think they need to rush it either. They got yeah. plenty of shit going on in AEW, bro. He could go to New Japan, and he can have some matches there. They got so many fucking titles. He could pick up a title over there, kind of yep. get some more work under his feet. You know what I'm saying? Get himself out there more, get the videos going and shit. And then, you know, then he can come up with the title and, you know what I mean? That's something Tony should Forbidden keep. Door. Imagine Forbidden Door. They do Hook versus Jack Berry versus Forbidden Door because Jack Berry is in New Japan now. Yeah, that would, uh, you know, because they have to keep this in the back pocket because this can have a major payoff, right? And it's like Rev- uh, Revolution's coming up. That shows 100% centered around Sting. 100% obviously right. it's his last match. And then these reports of every week, it sounds like Mercedes is showing up. Who knows when she shows up, but you still, if she shows up, but you still have that story kind of going. So you have things going. You don't have to, like you said, you don't have to rush Jack Perry, which I don't think you should. Um, yeah. But I guess, sorry to sidetrack quick, we hop back, but just because it's on my mind, I don't even think we really talked about it too much. What are your thoughts on if it is the Young Bucks against Sting and Darby? I think it I'm, is. So it, it wasn't announced. I just know it was face to face. I think it pretty much, I mean, I think. Pretty much that. Uh, well, I, the, well, the way they played the angle out, I think it pretty much spelled it out. That's mm-hmm. what it's going to be. And then there was a bunch of reports that that's what Sting actually, Request. like he said, yes, that would that would be great. That's what I want to do. Like he actually picked them. What's your, like. what's your thoughts on the matchup? That's fine. Yeah. That's that's whatever Sting wants to do, bro. I don't know. The thing is that what else is Sting going to do? Was he going to wrestle fucking Ric Flair, or? Mm-hmm. You know, I, what are you gonna I get? Thought, uh, to me, I thought it was gonna eventually be him and Darby, not even as a heel face thing. I just thought eventually that was gonna be the match. Just one yeah, on the one. thing is with Sting, I don't think that he I don't want to say can because I'm sure he can, but I don't think he's comfortable wrestling solo matches because he's never done one. He hasn't done one yet in AEW. He's everything's been tagged because I don't think he feels you know. Well, especially safe doing a singles match. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying this is what Sting did either, you know, because I doubt Sting's a busy man. But did you watch The Undertaker's documentary, The Last Ride? You know, it's funny. You know what I was just about to say? You know, I was going to say, you know what would be wild if Tony Khan signed The Undertaker and they, they have the fucking <laughs> the, the match that everyone's wanted in AEW instead of WWF. Yeah. So I've never actually that, watched it. I never watched okay. it. So in it. Some, I'll try to sum this up as quick as possible because it's when he it starts off that mania weekend when he fights Roman and he thought going into that match that was going to be it that's why he allowed the cameras so this was only supposed to be like a one part thing yeah well, obviously he didn't like the match so he came back he did the thing with Cena he was disappointed because he if you remember he squashed Cena he thought he was getting like an actual match against Cena but ultimately Oh, he that's when Cena was in the crowd or whatever? 
Yeah, that one. Yeah. So Goldberg, right. um, Goldberg. Wow. Taker thought he was getting like a match match and obviously ends up being a squash, which whatever. Then he had a couple of matches, but then he had the whole thing with Goldberg. We remember that shit show where Goldberg was concussed, almost paralyzed Undertaker. Right. And Undertaker kept saying, like, I can't go out like that. And then if you remember, him and Roman teamed up together against Shane and Drew in that tag match, and it was really good. Yeah. And that was actually his last match in person. And he said, like, after the tag match, that was actually going to be it. Like, that was it. And then AJ Styles called them for WrestleMania. Yeah, they did the... And then... Yeah, you know, the cinematic match, it's... Yeah. I thought it was a a great send-off for him in the end. Oh, I enjoyed the cinematic match. I have nothing against those matches. So, I wonder if, like, to reference, I wonder if Sting kind of saw, like... if. Because Sting, I imagine, just like The Undertaker, an alpha in this business, wrestling forever, like, wants his last one to be good and maybe saw that kind of hint was like, what if I really don't like my last singles match? You know with this match, it's going to be good. Like, the Young Bucks are a great tag team. Darby obviously can carry like he has been. So I think it's fine. A lot of people are like kind of crapping on it, but it might not be ideal, but then you also don't want him having that feeling like Kurt Angle when Kurt Angle is like, no offense to fucking Baron Corbin, but that was not. That's one of the biggest fumbles. Like, like why, why did Vince do that shit? Yeah. <laughs> like he really wanted to try to get Baron Corbin over. And the worst part was Kurt was very vocal. He, even before that match that he wanted it to be Cena. And Cena yeah. was already part-time because that's the one Rob and I and Dan and my girl were at. And in the end, John Cena was still there. If you remember, yeah. he came out that mania doing the Thugonomics thing. And it's like, yeah, why the, not? So the match was there. Why not just do that match? Isn't that a bigger marquee? Like, isn't that what you want? Marquee matches? That That's a fucking marquee match. I'd pay to see that shit. Like, Kurt Angle's final match, he's having it with John Cena. Perfect yeah. send-off, you know? Like, why not? I just I don't get I never I'll never understand that Baron Corbin even, thing. Even because even casuals, it's kind of like, all right, well, John Cena's fighting. Oh shit, he's fighting Kurt Angle. Like a lot of people from the Attitude Era fans, especially know who Kurt Angle is between the milk yeah. truck and all that. But I guess I digress there. But I'm cool with it, and I don't know if when because it pops up on Twitter that show is pretty much sold out. I think they sold yeah. like 13,000 tickets. They got like, yeah, I think they got like a hundred something tickets yeah. left. That's so dope for sting. Like that's so dope. So, so dope. Oh, um, yeah. Another thing, in my opinion, that was dope. I guess speaking of that word, uh, we had a debut at TNA. Uh, Nick Nemeth, formerly known as Dolph Ziggler showed up classic. And this kind of, uh, alludes to what you asked me before. I don't know if we talked about this on air, but you know he's going to be damn near the face of that company there. Oh, yeah. TNA has, yeah, TNA does have a history of when the, the ex-big WWE guy comes in, they make them champ, which I get. it Business-wise, it makes sense. So he's going to be, but it's like he's the Mick Carter in WWE to the head guy in TNA. Like you said, which one would you rather be? You know, and right. he's probably making good money. And he's going to be doing New Japan. And now he's fighting Matt Cardona at GCW. So I'm going to have to see what he's about to do, Ali's about to do. But what did you think? I felt this debut was going to be pretty obvious at this pay-per-view. Um, but I'm happy it happened still. I don't care about predictability. Like I thought this was very predictable, but I liked it. Yeah, my, th- my only thing is um, 
you have him debut. <laughs> and unfortunately, he's standing there next to Moose, who Moose yeah. is like a fucking goddamn nine foot tall, big mountain of a boulder of a human being. And it's like he was carved out of like granite or something. He's got like 19 abs. And then you got Nick Nemeth there with his kind of like, I know, I know he's in great shape or whatever. He's definitely in much better shape than I am, but he had the arms ripped off of the shirt and I, he's standing there and then you got, I was like, dude, that's not, it's not exactly the best look for you. Cause Moose looks like a, Moose looks like a champion. I love Moose. Like Moose is gone through a whole array of different personalities and all kinds of things. But at the end of the day, bro, Moose is, Moose's entrance when I went to those impact shows and it's just like so dark and he's got the, the cloak in the hood and it's just moose moose. That shit is hard, bro. Um, but I, I like him a lot. So just seeing him there with moose was a little kind of jarring, but bro, Nick Nemeth is a tremendous, tremendous worker, bro. He's going to make, he's going to have crazy matches over there with Speedball, with Josh Alexander, with Trey Miguel, like they're, he's gonna have bangers, bangers, bangers all day, dude. So that belt eventually will end up on him too. So which is deserving. It's he great deserves. for him. It's yeah. great for him, dude. He's gone. And honestly, out. I don't even think he's really hurting for money because I think he's one of those dudes who like didn't really spend much. Like he does stand up comedy and shit on when he's not working, and he doesn't seem like the type of dude that's and, out there like just blowing money. So all the money he's made, he's pretty much got. You know, and I, mean? I don't know if you remember, he was making like a lot. In WWE yeah. too, like because he's been there for so long and everything. So, you know, I hate saying this in like because they've always like, for a while they made him the guy that your Vince would do, especially like when Kofi won the title, when Drew won the title. Guy, like, your first feud's gonna be with Dolph. With Dolph, it should have been me, like yeah. that thing. But even then, he was always delivering. Uh, you know, yeah, he obviously was saving his money. He, I think he's talked about that part before. Like, he's like, I don't need to do this. Right. Um, yeah, I thought it was really cool. Um, that show was good. You know, I only got to catch because I was watching a lot of football this weekend. So I only got so to much, catch. Dude, this weekend was ridiculous, bro. Yeah. We had wild card football games. We had a TNA Hearts to Kill pay-per-view. We had Collision. We had uh, the New Japan show at 10. Battle of the Bells. I had a Nick game in the afternoon. Like, I was like, bro, I can't, like, there's, how how many screens could I possibly have running at one time? And am I even watching any of this if I'm doing that? Like, yeah. it's crazy. And Battle of the Belts, bro. Yep. yep. That's why Indeed. I love at the end of the month, WWE smart about it, finally. Because they used to do it the Sunday in between the championship games and the Super Bowl. But now they do the Rumble the day before the, the championship games. Yeah. That's cool. Saturday, you watch Rumble. Next day, you watch who's going to the Super Bowl. Hey, let me ask you something. Do you feel like Tony Khan is kind of a little bit of a hypocrite when it comes to these, like, so Battle of the Belts, like, that shit just came out of nowhere. All of a sudden, last week, they were like, yeah, next week, we're having Battle of the Belts. I was mm-hmm. like, okay. But, like. Impact slash TNA is working real hard to like change their brand. This is their first pay-per-view back to the TNA name. Like it's a big show for them. They're hyping it up with all these debuts and, you know, they're going to Vegas. Like, do you feel like this dude, like he kind of like steps on them and shit a little bit? Because I kind of feel like he does because 
I don't know what relationship they had before when Kenny was going back and forth over there with the titles. And I don't know what happened there. I don't know if there's still some type of relationship. I don't think there is. I don't think so. You haven't seen TNA on AEW in a minute. Nobody crosses over anymore. Like people leave to go to TNA, like Frankie Kazarian. Um, So I don't think there is a relationship there, but it's just kind of like, bro, to me, it's like if you're always bitching about like, WWE doing shit to like hurt your product, and then at the end of the day, you're like doing the same shit because. Well, look, NX, yeah, his company had moved to WWE's night because of baseball. Right, it was it was for obvious yeah. reason baseball. My man had a kickoff show yeah. and all this wild shit, and it's like, you know, and you started all these tweets about that going down the tweet path again. And then it's like, yeah, I guess I never thought about it, but you're right. I can't, you can't sit here and say you're wrong. Yeah, because if you're always talking about, you know, the, the territories and how we're wrestling and there needs to be more options or whatever, and you're kind of like, you're kind of like shitting on TNA by throwing, you didn't need to have Battle of the Belts on this weekend, bro. You, you could have done, done it next, next weekend. weekend. You could have done it the next weekend, bro. Like, what was or, or to be honest, fight up. You could have done it against the Rumble. Yeah. Put yeah. up against a rumble, add it to Rampage and make Rampage two hours or something. I don't know, but yeah, it just kind of seems weird to me that he's like so because battle pro, the like belts, wrestling, but not impact. Yeah, battle of the belts that's something like he does, like he plans that because it's not like it's at a different venue, you know what I mean? It's just yeah, like, it's just an added on hour, that's all it yeah. is. It's just another hour to the show, yeah. So, which, yeah, by I the way, battle of the belts, which by the way was kind of fucking awesome. Honestly, I only saw the Sammy thing, like that I was kind of awesome. That yeah. fucking Street Fight was awesome. I gotta watch it. I only saw, like I said, I only saw the same thing on Twitter. Yeah, um, yeah. I never thought about it like that. I guess, I guess it kind of is. Um, well, I guess speaking of Tony, where he kind of went with it. Do better, Tony. Do better. <laughs> Address your enemies, Tony. I was trying to get there. I, I knew you were gonna. Hey, Tony, if you got beef with TNA, let it be known. All right, just For let real. it be known. But um. You know, a lot of people were crapping on it. The result didn't happen what you and I thought was going to happen. But and do we give Tony credit for making Jinder Mahal the most talked about guy so far in 2024? <sighs> yeah, it's weird. Uh, you you kind of have to because if you would think if Tony would have never made that tweet, I mean, the championship match was happening anyway. Like, it was going to happen. It was already scheduled to it was happen. Clear's Day, WWE does that. It's very, very known that if, when you're in those spots, if you do well, like, they reward you with something. It's been known. Yeah. Like, it's been very, very well known. Like, if you do good with the celebrity, kind of like Damian Priest. Like, you do good with the celebrity, things like that. Like, not that because he did good with Bad Bunny. Like, he worked his ass up. Look, money yeah. in the bank. Like, WWE's known for doing that. <sighs> The only thing I didn't care about it, to be honest, before I let you go, is like, and I, this is where I don't get into the records and all that and dig like some people do, but like, yo, Tony be doing some random ass title matches too, though. Like, I I would say yeah, but and this is not being being trying to like be like a AEW Homer, but they do, they definitely more so. Okay, I want to make sure I say this right. I feel like AEW definitely more so 
sets up their title matches based on like winning records and stuff like that because they don't do the record thing anymore apparently they still kind of show the records every once in a while like on the screen but they don't really do it like they used to like before it was like a big deal like that record thing was like yeah they used to have the standings and all they would always have the standings and talk about all that shit um because like (laughs) let's see um uh eddie is giving these matches out to people, but he's not just giving them out. Like people are winning on ROH, they're winning on Rampage. So if you're not watching everything, you you could see you could probably like, oh, these people are just getting title matches and like out of nowhere. But WWE people get title matches. They bro, Goldberg comes back after yeah. being gone for like eight months, and he's like, bitch, I'm Goldberg. I want a title match. Okay, we'll have it at Elimination Chamber. Like. Yeah, that's just wrestling. Like, you know what that's I mean? Just, like, it is what it is, dude. Yeah, I the only thing I honestly didn't like, yo, like you didn't, you didn't have to throw shade at Ginger like that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Tony like, just throws, Tony just throws shots, and he doesn't care. Like, he just throws these strays out there. I, like, I definitely because fans were talking shit about the hook and Joe thing. Like, they were. It was yeah. very obvious, and it's like, okay, address the fans. Like, yo, you made it sound like Ginger's this loser. I mean, to me, Hook is shooting his shot, bro. The guy's yeah. like forty-two and three. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? If that doesn't qualify for a title shot, then what qualifies for a title yeah. shot? You know and, what I'm saying? Anyway, that's what I like this because I've so I'll be real. Since Jinder re- returned, like on his own after he got released, came back jacked out of his mind in 2016, and then I've always liked Jinder to be honest. Like I just because I like we said before, he has that we, dope we, entrance. We, we, We've but, talked about this many times on here, bro. That yeah. entrance. Yeah, he's he, – I liked his reign. He, like said, he's believable. Like, he's believable. But, hey, man, why did you got to take a shot at Jinder, man? Right. Anytime, anytime a brown dude is a champion anywhere, I'm I'm with it. Like, I'm willing to give it a shot just because when I was younger, you didn't see a lot of that shit. But, and here's the crazy thing. I think if this Tony bullshit never happened, that they wouldn't – WWE wouldn't have made that match more believable because I ain't gonna lie. When Jinder hit that Colossus last night, I was like, "Yo, they're doing it." Even if yeah. it's for thirty seconds, this man's gonna be world heavyweight champion. And this whole fake out that they keep doing with like the planting yeah, little things on Twitter—that's it, bro. I'm done with that shit because like yeah, right. they keep putting these little things like, "Oh, there's extra confetti and fireworks tonight. Something's happening," and I'm like, "Huh? What the fuck?" Like, so you're thinking, "Oh, okay, cool. They're gonna do the cash in," and it makes sense. To do the cash in and get rid of that fucking briefcase finally and get that thing out of the way so you can kind of continue your heavyweight storyline. It makes sense. And then they don't do it. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, because what the fuck? Because we know if Punk wins that title between April and July when Priest has to cash in, he's not cashing in on Punk. Not saying Punk's going to go on this ungodly long title run, but it's not just going to be two or three months. Yeah. And so it's like, you have to do it now. And it's like, like I said, like I get it. Would I like a longer run at a priest? Absolutely, right? Absolutely. But man, if he would have won last night and dropped it at Chamber, I'm cool with it. He had a, like yeah. a month and a half title reign on the road to WrestleMania at that. I at a big show in Australia. He's the champion. It's like I'm, I'm cool with that. Like even the only if thing he would have sucked, it was like it would have sucked for Gender to like win and then lose like that. Like that would have been fucked up. Like, that would have sucked for him, bro, because, you know, you win and then you die. I don't know, bro. That would break my fucking heart. Like, if if they did that shit to me, I'd be like, damn, dog. Like, I'm not going to lie. Who just did that? 
who somebody just did that like recently. And so and you might be thinking of what I'm if we're talking WWE. Do you remember when at Elimination Chamber in 21, Bobby beat the shit out of Drew and Miz won the title because he won yeah. the money in the, and then he had it for eight days and I was amped because it was like, guy, right, you're transitioning to make Bobby champion, which I was so excited for. But it's like, man, Miz worked his ass off. <laughs> you gave him an eight-day yeah. reign. <laughs> yeah. Didn't somebody – I just feel like I watched something where somebody won the title – Oh, Bianca Belair. She won the title at SummerSlam in EO. No, like it just happened, like in a month, like last. The oh, last Christian and Edge. Oh, yeah, there you go. Duh. Yeah. I'm like trying yeah. to figure out, like, wait, I just saw that yeah. happen. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, so. There you go. Yeah, so Let's it sucks, man. Sleep. I hate I hate saying it, but I really don't see Priest getting into that. This, unless it happens, like, at the Rumble, which would be kind of, if it doesn't happen by the Rumble, like rum, the Rumble, Trademark shows and priests and champion unsuccessful title reign, unsuccessful yeah. catch. And there's a thing too. I heard that um I haven't heard anything recently because I saw it this morning, but it seems like uh Seth Rollins might be injured. He might have gotten an injury last night, he might have a leg. Yeah, thing. and that boozer dude tweeted saying like he's good. Oh, okay. All right, that's it what I was saying. I haven't seen anything. I hadn't seen anything, but I wasn't looking either. Um, let me let me see. I just think you, and this is this is that thing. Um, let me see. Yeah, he tweeted he is okay. Oh, okay, cool. That's good. But I you think hate, you hate to see somebody have to like. Well, especially Seth. Remember, he came back from injury, and then he had that little scuffle with Joe, and then almost didn't yeah. fight Triple H. So it's like, if that was your sign, Rollins ain't defending that title unless it's Rumble or Chamber before Mania. Because you can't can't risk that. Because that, that's a major storyline right there with the two of them. Hell yeah. Major, major storyline. Um, what I wanted to ask is, so Roman Reigns apparently not being reported for Elimination Chamber. Which I find odd because he's always at the overseas shows. I can't think of an overseas show he wasn't at, especially one this big. So do you think this is once again like Meltzer just not maybe knowing? Which I... Here's the thing. That dude gets shit. Him, Sean Ross, when they get something wrong, like CM Punk debuting, they get shit on. So do you think this could be him, just WWE trying to keep this very close secret? That, Or do you really think he might not be at this one? I mean, I don't know why they would, at this point, why are you keeping Roman Reigns being on the card a secret? If he's going to be on the card, you'd be like, yo, he's going to be on the card wrestling XYZ or whatever. Like, You want to make sure people know that shit to buy your show. Yeah, because so, Punk got announced for it. Yeah, the fact that they're not saying that he's not he's not there or whatever, it kind of seems like that's the case. Like he's not gonna be there. So yeah, I, I don't know how contracts work, but we all know they got a lot of money. Like how even if it's not against the rock, right? At Chamber, like how are you not like, hey bro, like you're going to Australia, man? Like you are the face of the company. No 50,000. 50,000 people are going to be there. I don't care if it's Solo and Jimmy in a match in your ringside. Like, you're, you're going. Like, you're going. Unless they're planning on doing something really big with the world title, I would think maybe, I don't know, maybe they're going to cash it in there or they're going to do something really big there with that belt. I don't know, bro, because you don't really need to have both belts on the show unless it's like Mania because you want to have all your belts on Mania. Even but, then, they're separate nights. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, you can have Elimination Chamber 
and you don't have to have Roman on there, but you know, considering where the story is kind of going, you we all kind of thought he was going to be there at least, as, at least if not to at least start setting something up for, you know, what I mean, that, leading that, and that's what I'm saying because at this maybe point, he him and Rock fight at Royal Rumble or something. I don't know. Well, no, he's already got the match. They're doing the contract this week for the Fatal Four Way at Rumble. Yeah. Him, AJ, LA Knight, and Randy. So and when is Chamber? In February. Oh, okay. So it's like... Yeah, it doesn't really make sense for him to be at Chamber if they're going to do that. And the thing is, though, if you're going to set up Rock and Roman, like I get what they did on Raw with The Rock. But... So is The Rock going to be... Showing up at the Rumble, and that sets up the match. Because so, do you think at this point it's at Mania? That motherfucker is not going to be in the Royal Rumble. You know, no, 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 no. Like he could show up there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Roman retains, and then Rock comes out. He'll be blown up before he gets to the ring. So, do you think it's happening at Mania then? At this point, or do you think it is Cody? And Roman, and then that Rock and Roman's at like Summerslam. You know what's fucked up? You gotta think think about it from like the the aesthetics of like how big a match you want. Like, what's the bigger? Think about it from the perspective of like all the CEOs of like Endeavor and TKO and all that shit. Like, what's the bigger WrestleMania match? Forgot. You think they give a fuck about Cody and finishing the story? You think they give a shit about that? They don't give a fuck about that shit. And yeah, they like Cody. I'm sure they love Cody. But you think they give a fuck about Cody finishing the story? Or do you think they give a fuck about Roman Reigns versus The Rock at WrestleMania? And I and I hate being that guy, but I agree with you. Because it's like, dude, at the end of the day, these people are here to make money. Yeah. To make the company money. And it's like... Now, do you think... This is a topic of discussion I've seen, I guess, sticking on it. Cody's story... So do you believe Corey's... Corey... Cody's story is beating Roman for the title or just winning the title? And it's just so affiliated with Roman just because Roman's had it for so long. Nah, he's got, he's, that's the thing. Like, after all that, the fact that he went to WrestleMania and lost to Roman, he can't just go win a different one and be no, like, hey, so yeah, finish my story. Not he's got to take it off of Roman. So he has to be the guy to take it off of Roman. He has to take it off of Roman. Yeah. In order to be this. The babyface thing doesn't work if he doesn't. Eventually, the good guy has to win at some point. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? The good guy has to, the Superman has to do the Superman thing at some point in some part of the story. So, like. Yeah, and it's just, you got to. Because the, the storyline was just obvious of what to do. Like, Rock comes out at Rumble after the match with Roman. They face off at Chamber. Cody wins Chamber. Roman goes into Mania even hotter. Cody wins. But like you said, like the businessman, it's it's shitty. It's shitty. I'm and telling you, know, you man, like, the more the more we get closer to the things, it's just kind of like, damn, bro. But we were saying this last year. But yeah. The Rock also wasn't on Raw saying he's sitting at the head of the table. Yeah, but that was yeah, that was a fantasy. That was us kind of like going, oh, the Rock should show up and do this and that, and he hadn't shown up. Now he actually showed up. Yeah, and he actually and- acknowledged the storyline. And I think, too, because last year it was in L.A., so you thought if it was going to happen, it was going to be in L.A. Right. Yeah, I don't – because, like, you I, – I hate to be that guy. Whether it's – I get it. Ideally, everyone would like it to be not for the title. Like, I'm right there with you. But 
you can't say you don't want to not see Rock and Roman. It's not going to be your five-star wrestling match, but, like, come on, you can't say you don't want to see it. Um, that's just mine, like, my yeah. opinion. Like, how do you not want to not see that? That's like back in the day, like, you're telling me you didn't want to see Rock and Cena? Like, back in the day, you know what I mean? Like, you, that was the match then. This is the match now. Yeah. You know, the reason I just want Cody to win is just so we have a regular champion. Like, if Roman was on TV every week, I really wouldn't give a shit that Cody's not fighting The Rock potentially at WrestleMania. I think at this point, we'd be so fucking sick of him. Like, if he was on the show every week and he's had the belt all this time, bro, I think at this point, it it wouldn't work. I don't think it would work. So do you think he's on TV enough or should be on it a little bit I think he's perfectly fine what he's doing. So you're not one of them that's like, no, I'm I'm pissed. Yeah, he should be there defending the belt every week against who? He's beating everybody, bro. (laughs) He's beating everybody. Who's on that roster that he hasn't beaten? The only matchup, because now we're getting AJ and Randy. Yes, it's in the same match. But after this, the only matchup we didn't get that I want to see personally is him and Bobby. Like, we didn't get him and Bobby. Okay, you could do that. You could do Bobby. But if Roman wins at Mania, that means it's got to happen. Yeah, because who else do you do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally, there's nobody. You yeah. have to start bringing up people from NXT. You have to bring up fucking Oba Femi and then these people to fight Roman Reigns because there's nobody else. Yeah, like realistic challenges for Roman at this point that are brand new because, like I said, Randy and Ella uh, and AJ are happening now. Are Bobby and Punk? That's it. Like you can't even do Sammy. Like Sammy's so far in the fucking rearview mirror and on that have, angle. And they did it. Yeah, he's like so far like removed from that shit in my mind that like yeah that time has come and gone even if it was a chance that he was gonna be the one like that shit's that time has come and gone dude you can't even do that shit jay i don't buy jay beating roman reigns for a fucking minute ain't no way no. not the a only, chance the only two well the only believable person realistic right now is code like to be honest it's code yeah and maybe if you built some steam up with randy like maybe just because come on randy's I don't need Randy to have another. I really don't. No, but him to be the one to be Roman Reigns would be whack as fuck, bro. But yeah, but he's believable. Yeah, no, he's a believable champion. He's believable. Sure. Like he's, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I hate like as, as much as I love LA Knight and as that fire as he still is. Like I did not think he was beating Roman at Crown Jewel. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? There was no chance. Like the only had, one that had me shook that I thought could have done it was Drew. True. When they had Clash of the Castle, like, I was like, oh, my fucking God. Like, this is perfect. This is perfect. You can do the title change. It'll be awesome for Drew. He'll get his redemption from having no fans. Perfect. And they beat another. Beat him again. Now I got something for you before we move on. So Roman having those two belts originally all came from that day one show in 2022. Because Brock was supposed to beat Roman for the then Universal title, but sadly, Roman got COVID, and he was yeah. gone. And then he beat Big E for the title, and then Vince had that wonderful idea. Yeah. Just makes you think, like, what would be the story in general in wrestling right now, like, if that never happened? Because I think, I think that oh, year no. at Mania, it was supposed to be either, I think it was supposed to be Big E and Seth for the other title, for the WWE title. It's like, would have Cody have finished this story last year against 
Because the thing is, the story was he has to be WWE champion. So he wouldn't even have gone after Roman. Well, I guess Roman would have lost, too, to Brock. But I, it's right. just crazy how, sadly, Roman getting COVID led to all of this. Yeah. Because Roman was – it was heavily reported by a lot of people that Brock was beating Roman that night for the title. Brand new way to start off 2022. Wow. Would have been universal champion. And Big E would have had a Big E would have been champ at Mania. Damn. And that's where he got hurt, right? Is that where? No, Big E didn't get hurt at Mania. No, he got hurt on a SmackDown, I think. Yeah, I think it was a SmackDown. But around that time. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. That's bugged out, bro. Yeah. I can't imagine where would the bloodline have even happened. Because Sammy started right after that Mania. But he was shamed. Like the whole thing is uh, Roman was yeah, shamed. That's crazy, bro. So like some goodness came out of it. But it's just the same time. It's like, all right, man, Roman, you gotta you gotta drop the strap. As much I'll admit, that belt's kinda it's I'm kinda getting used to it now. I don't know how you feel on it, that belt. Which one? Roman's belt? Yeah, with the yellow. With oh, the I like that belt. I liked it when I first saw it. Yeah. I I just thought it was I was expecting the thing is, is that I was expecting a completely different design because, you know, we saw those leaks or whatever, and then we saw a Seth's belt. So I was like, oh, okay, they're they're completely redesigning the belts. And then when you see the same W, it's like, man, what the fuck? But, dog, that shit looks hard. Like, that gold, that yellow, that shit's hard. So I yeah. like it. What do you think of the new AEW? That shit is dope. I wanted I wanted to actually see it more of it because it kind of seems like Joe put side plates and shit on there. I don't it remember is. That There's little cir- side yeah, that's new. There's little circle side plates, which I like. Yeah. I like the side plate thing. Yeah, shit's dope. They had like Samoa Joe side plates, and I was like, I wanted to actually like see the belt like laid out to kind of yep. take a look at it. But I like how it has the little black diamond in the middle with the A. That shit looks dope. Yeah, I like it. Because I'm a fan, like promote your product, promote the AEW logo, like all that shit. Like I, I think it looks nice. Like I liked MJF belt. You know what I mean? I liked, but I mean I understood what why, but I never, I wasn't a big fan of Burberry fucking belt. The only time I don't like it is when you lose. Like see how like Joe celebrating with that title looks a little different. Just like remember going into Kofi Mania, I was like, nah, there's no way Kofi's celebrating with that plant belt. Like yeah. That was that's why it was cool when they had that belt right there on the side, like kind of obvious that we're doing a title change here. If you have a belt sitting there on the Man, <laughs> end of the ring, but imagine if back then he he didn't win. Like imagine if he actually didn't win. So crazy. Because I remember me, Rob, and Dan earlier in the day, mm-hmm. we were like, nah, like, and they did it in the end. But like, there's no way Seth beats Brock, Kofi beats Brian, and Becky wins the belts. Like, there's no way. You do all three. Like, there's no way. There's some heels got to win. So then when Co- Seth won the start of the show, we're like, nah. Like, Kofi Kofi ain't winning, man. Kofi yeah. ain't winning because it's like, that you're going to have the dwindler in between where friggin' Becky ends the night. And they, they did it. I'll give them props to them. They did it that year. All the faces, I think, won the title. Yeah, it was a good year. Yeah. That was a good year for that. Yeah, good year for Adi. And that was Vince, too, because we also thought, like, yo, there's no way Vince does this. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, we got – because what's the next AEW show? Is it uh, Revolution? Are they doing anything in between? I think it's like, Revolution. Yeah, I'd say, because that's, what, the first week of March? Yeah. I want to know what the, who's Joe going to go up against. Who are you thinking? 
Uh, so right now he's doing this thing with Hook. Hook. And I would assume that he's going to probably – I think he, they, they're already kind of doing the swerve angle, but I think it's kind of like early for that shit. I feel like Joe should have a little bit of, you know, time with that belt. Like, Tally. I don't want Joe to immediately drop the fucking belt, even though I want to see Swerve as champion. Yep. But, like, again, you don't have to rush into that. Like, you but don't. I, yep. Give me the pen. Joe loses at double or nothing, so May. So Joe had a six-month title reign to Swerve, and you get Swerve and Osprey in the main event at all. That's, that's what I do personally. Because you got – Oh, my God. Osprey, which is obvious, right, for, like, obvious reasons. He's from there. He's a legitimate contender. And then Swerve's your hottest person right now in that company, and Swerve's not cooling down. You know what I mean? Wow. They're in a pinch, man. They're in a, they're in a little bit of a pinch. I mean, I don't want to say luckily for them because I feel bad, but luckily that Adam Cole is like injured because he's not in the title picture right now because, and also Kenny Omega because then you'd have like, it's just so many fucking people that need to be in the title picture and like, even the Wardlow thing, like you look at Wardlow aesthetically, like Ward, who's who's beating Wardlow? Nobody, nobody. He should be the champion. He should have, like, three belts. Dude, you know what's nuts? All In's going to be sick this year. Because if they actually sign Mercedes, right? Because we're in the world now. With, like I said, it's no disrespect to the reporters, right? But until I see see them on TV, they're going wherever they want to go. But yeah. Like, man, you have Mercedes on that show. Now you have Dion Perrazzo on that in the company. Like, Probably going to have Hater back by then. Yeah, Hater's going to be back. Then you have edge on this show now like you know what i mean like it's gonna be big i don't know how their ticket sales are doing i am i don't think they're gonna repeat what they did last year i hope they do right i hope i mean, I, mean I feel like they'll get close yeah they, i think they're still, get pretty they close did, to last year they did what 81 so i could easily see 70 75 000, which is nuts that's a yeah, huge i'm number. assuming they'll get pretty close to that number um yeah. but it's obviously way too early now. You know, it's fucking I really need them to do a, a a fucking. I need them to hurry up and pick a streaming service, bro. Because like all these shows, like there's a lot of shows that I'd really like to rewatch, and I can't because yeah. you'd have to literally buy them again to freaking watch them. And I don't want to use illegal means, but yeah, you're not really giving me a lot of choice. But I really would like to rewatch All In. I'd really like to rewatch Forbidden Door. Like I want to watch this shit. Yeah, at least put it on the Ring of Honor app or something, bro, because at least there they have the original all in. But I already watched that shit like three times. <laughs> you know, yeah, you dude. yeah, I think I think they'll get there. And that's a disadvantage, as I think we've said before, that AEW has is like they're such a new company and big company that it's like you should be doing what the other big company does, but you're new at the same time, you know? Yeah. Where it's like Yeah, I don't know. I don't know because I think they're on. Are they on a media rights renewal year two, or is it just WWE? Supposedly, I mean, I don't know what's going on with them, dude. Uh, like, supposedly, WB is very happy, but you would think that by now they would have already worked on a renewal. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Everything's weird right now. Like, CW has NXT and it has NWA. Like. Super weird. Yeah, because when does at CW all the new deals start in October, right? Yeah, yeah. October. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. You know, I'm excited for uh revolution. 
I always get excited oh, for AEW. AEW pay-per-view, you know, you already know. Yeah. Sting's, I'm assuming, main eventing, right? You would assume he's probably main eventing? I would imagine that's going to be the main event. Because yeah. I think one thing I'll always give Tony is the world title always ends the show. But I think this is like an exception. Like, you know, and I don't think Joe's going to have a fit if he's not in the main event over fucking Sting. No. Yeah, it's, everyone, I'm pretty sure everybody understands what's happening like it's at that show. Like, it's Sting show. Like it's Sting. You know what I mean? I can't wait. I definitely think he's going to have a dope entrance. Oh, yeah. I just I don't know. Hope. Maybe he'll come from the rafters. No, don't do that. <laughs> I never was comfortable with that shit, man. Well, when Every time I saw him doing that shit, I was always terrified, bro, because that shit so scary bro when he was in the nwo i remember one episode he uh he came down from the rafters with the trench coat and like the whole contraption and he fucking rescued macho man because they were beating the shit out of macho man so they're outside the ring sting comes down with the jacket and he's like fending off the nwo with a bat and at the same time he's undoing the straps and he's strapping macho man in to his thing. That's a lot of weight. And then they pulled both of them up there. So I was like, bro, there's you could not fucking pay me. There's no amount of money you could pay me to do that shit, bro. Ain't no fucking way. Not a oh, chance. Before we went live, you said you wanted to ask me something. I don't know. Oh, I wanted to ask. I mean, I, I should have gone earlier since we were talking about Cody. But, you know, when I was watching Raw last night, and Cody came out, and you see these little kids, and you know, it's basically like Hulkamania all over again. <laughs> um, I was gonna ask, is is Cody right now like it's kind of a redundant question, but is he like the biggest baby face like in all of wrestling right now? Like, is there a bigger baby face than Cody? Like no. anywhere, no, any no. company. Give me anything, any company, bro. Nope. Is he, he's like GI Joe? He's literally like, and it's crazy because he's an American. Like even his character yeah. is like patriotic, yeah. the red, white, and blue. He's got the yeah. blonde hair. Like, yeah. There's no, and it's like that's all he ever wanted. And because I know when he when he was in um when he was in Ring of Honor, like, you know. He was the American Nightmare Cody. He couldn't use his last name or whatever. And he was a heel. And um, they were actually doing a lot of funny shit on there back in the day. But it when he got into AEW, like, it kind of seemed like all he wanted was to be that, like, babyface type of guy. And to me, the AEW crowd, like, wants nothing to do with that. They don't want any... It's an superhero, G.I. Joe, Hulk, Hulk. I hate to bring that name up, but yeah. those kind of like I'm Superman, Cena. Boy Scout, they don't want that shit. There's no. nobody like that in, in AEW. Nobody. No. There's no, no clean as a whistle guy. Even even like Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy is like a baby face, but he's not like, you know, he goes out there, he does the lazy thing, and he's just yeah. like a he's like a weird, he's like a weirdo. He's not like uh Captain America type, you know what I mean? Dude, There's just, nobody like that in AEW. I've been, to a, I've been to a few AEW shows now, and there's way less kids there than there are at WWE yeah. shows. Like when I just went to yeah. Raw, 
when Cody came out, you would have thought Jesus himself rose and came right. out for the kids aspect. Like adults, yeah. like I pop, you know what I mean? But it's like, all right, cool. But like, these kids like lose, like I was, I was not on the floor and kids were over there like, Cody, I want your bell. Like, yeah, you're not going to get it up there. But like, they were, they were little kids last night. Uh, they were, I was just watching it and they were doing the, 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 whoa. And I, I just was looking at that shit and I was like, Man, these kids like they actually like they fucking love the GI Joe like character, and I and I thought that like for the longest time I thought that that character like wouldn't even work anymore. Like in this day and age, like you know how much money he's probably making from merch oh. and those belts and oh, like that's the thing. Like I, he's gonna be champion. Like it's gonna happen. Like you know what I mean. But and if he doesn't do it at Mania this year because of Rock, like. Is he going to be bummed? He's an athlete. Of course he's going to be bummed, but I think he'll get over with his bank account. Yeah. yeah he's... There's, always next, there's always next Mania. <laughs> <laughs> there's always next WrestleMania, oh, man. You can win the, finish the story next year. Like, besides being champion, I don't care what anyone says. He is what every professional wrestler wants to be. Because you look at, like, you look at, like, LA Knight. LA Knight super over. With us. Got the catchphrase, you know, everybody does his chance, his music hits, people go crazy. Um, you know, he goes in the ring, he does the LA night, yeah, elbow drop shit. They love it. But Cody's like, you hit Cody's music, and these kids are like fucking losing their mind. Like it's it's crazy. Like it's yeah, like it's they're seeing a like they're seeing like a real life superhero. Yeah, because like, obviously, like we just said, way more kids watch WWE than AEW. Oh, that's yeah. Just what, that's just what you know. Just, just, just what. But besides Cody, like the next closest is probably like from what, Bianca. Bianca. Sammy. Yeah, like maybe I was Sammy, thinking, maybe, but even Sammy with that unkempt hair and that fucking scraggly beard, he looks like shit. That's why I say Bianca. I think yeah. Bianca's Bianca's hell over with the kids. You know what I mean? But even then, it's like Bianca and then Cody. Like, yeah. And then yeah, after that, you really don't have everyone else is like a tweener. Like everyone else is like toting the line of like heel and face. Rhea Ripley, Becky. Wrestling, in wrestling right now, there's a lot of talent that are heavily yeah. over, but with yeah. adults. Like Swerve, heavily over with adults. Yeah. Right Roman, Roman's over with kids, but mostly adults, I'd argue. You know what I mean? Like anyone, like a MJF, he is hell over with Adults. Adults. Yeah. With, next year. with adults. Like, you know what I mean? Like, with us. Yes. But, but that's the thing, too. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you look at AEW, there's nobody like Cody in AEW. There's no, like, I'm trying to think of one. Is who there any. Like, who could it be? If you were Tony right now no. and you're like, shit, I need one of those. Who are you? Even if there are nobody right now, like, you have to build them up. I'm not saying they have to be. If I had to cook up a G.I. Joe over there, um, Wardlow? I would say maybe Wardlow. Or um I'm trying to think of somebody. Who am I? Um I have somebody on the tip of my tongue, man. I'm trying to think you got Wardlow. But look how hard it is. Like I just have to really think about oh, Hangman, maybe, but even Hangman, yeah. he's not exactly like a G.I. Joe character. He's and drinking Cody, beer and yeah, having Cody's death matches and even yeah, you can't. He's a fucking drunken cowboy <laughs> with emotional issues. Like, it would you can't have be a baby place like, like that. It would have to be a hard reset, but MJF, 
because he is clean cut and all that. Yeah, you can't even you can't even do him now with all the shit he's done. Yeah, and so it's like it had to be Wardlow. It would have to be Wardlow. It would have to be a Wardlow. He would have to come out and. But even then, can you imagine Wardlow coming out and smiling and high fiving kids in the? He's I can't even thick. see that like, shit. Like, no homo. He's a he's a big he's a badass. Like to me, yeah. a lot of wrestlers try to portray like the character of being a badass, but Wardlow can actually, he's actually a badass. Like he's yeah, actually one like, of those. Because like you can but, argue, seen seen as a big dude, but he's not Wardlow big. Like you know what yeah. I mean? Right, seen is pretty huge, but yeah. But even somebody like Keith Lee. You can't. He's too weird with the indubitably and all that shit. Like you have to. <laughs> he's too weird with that shit. There's nobody on that roster that can do what Cody's doing. Nobody. The only Sammy. Maybe Sammy. Yeah. Like Sammy Guevara, if he if he's able to get himself over, like you know, with the with the clean cut guy thing, but he's already jumped in between so many times that you think. You think Hook? You'd have to completely change him, but he would have to get a personality. Yeah. Um, but I don't think so. He seems like just Taz. He's like a, another tweener. Like it's one of those dudes that's like yeah, mysterious. You don't really know. Character. Hook's the perfect character for what he is. Yeah. Because um, this whole not talking thing, like I'm over that shit, bro. Like you got to start talking, bro. Like you have to actually cut a promo and actually, you know, communicate. This whole silent but deadly things. Not working. Who who oh, on really, the woman, who on the woman's side over there could be like their Bianca? Would you say? Um, let's see. Uh, you could do Thunder Rosa. Um, you Brit, could do. Obviously, I hate to be the obvious, but Brett. Yeah, you could do Britt Baker. You could do Thunder Rosa. You could do Willow Nightingale. You got Statlander, kind of already sort of doing it. But I'm talking um, like Bianca's like superhero. Well, yeah, them um, too. Like, I honestly feel like with Thunder Rosa, you could pull it off. Yeah, I think she uh, could because you could see the little girls going in there painting their faces. Statlander could do it too. Um, I'm trying to think who else they got. No, not, Hater, honestly, Hater, as, as popular as she is, I really don't think Soraya could. I like Soraya. I just don't think. Do you think Ruby's she's adopted? Her? She's adopted the heel thing so much that I don't think she's ever going to be anything but. You think if done right, Ruby Soho? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it, the tattoo thing. Like, I get it, but I don't think so. Are obviously, very accepted. I don't think so, just because of her uh, size. I hate to say that shit, because um, there are much bigger women out there. Uh, I feel like Britt Baker's the number one. I really Britt could do it. Um, Sheeta. She just pretty much kind of like on that level. She could do it. So you got a lot more options. Hey, we're playing women. the obvious of Riho. Yeah, ratings Riho. Ratings Riho. Ratings Riho. She proves um, it. Yeah, she does. She is the. And I see people, I get it because what I even love about AEW is it's different. But like, you have to sometimes be like the opposing at this, not saying fully embrace what they do because you don't. You have to yeah. be the alternative. But you have to adopt some of that too, though. Yeah, you don't have to like everything. That's the thing. Like, like, they don't it, have someone that be good. they don't have many people that can do the Today Show. Yeah, like, and when they do, it's like MJF. Yeah, MJF was the one out there doing press and all that shit. Uh, and so it was somebody was doing press last month for Worlds, and uh, I forgot who it was. I think it might have been MJF. 
Yeah, I saw him on some. Time. I saw him on some morning show. He was there, and it's like I get it because as diehard fans, you want what AEW produces, which I love. You know, and we love it. But it's like to get to that next level, which you want it to. You can't tell me if you really love AEW, you don't want it to go to the next level. And yeah. to go to the next level, you have to do shit like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you yeah, have you, need to. A, you, you gotta have that good guy. There's no yeah. like genuine, there's like no genuine good guy in AW. They're just and like I all. Think, I think the closest they have right now to doing it is Swerve. Because Swerve's getting that yeah. I'm a massive heel, but turning into a natural baby. Mind you. Mind you, he's in a group with a bunch of heels. Yeah, but like, like he's supposed him, to be a babyface. It's so weird. Him, him and Prince on their own, all because I'll say this: when I was at Full Gear, as much as he's a heel, and it's known, especially then, that he was a heel, every little kid over there was doing it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I think Swerve could be it. You know what I mean? Like he, uh, the he Tony had him being the one doing. I think it was at the last Jaguars game of the year. Like he was the one that was out there in a jersey, yeah. and all that. Uh, Tony's got to take a lot more advantage of that Jaguar shit, man. I don't. I yeah, I don't. I don't see why he. I don't know, bro. There's a lot of things that I say he needs to do, but at the end of the day, dude's a millionaire. I'm, or yeah, a billionaire. And, I'm not the one, and I'm not the one doing it. And I'm. I yeah, probably I mean, better either. But it, it, you would think that. The cross promotion he'd be doing with the football and the again, I don't really, lot, you know, there's probably a lot more that goes into it than we think, though. Probably, you, yeah. know, you know what I mean? Like the NFL is gonna clear it. It's not as simple as, hey, dad, I'm gonna have Trevor Lawrence, your quarterback, on dynamite tonight. It's, yeah. not, it's not that easy. So there's right. obviously a lot that goes into it. Um, yeah, I'm sure. It just sucks. Jaguars are like a decently good football team, so it's not like they're like. The, my Patriots right now that suck, that are irrelevant right now, where it's like, ah, oh, okay, I get why not. <clears throat> All I know is that I had a good football weekend. I got to see my two rivals go down in flames after a year of shit-talking. So. <clears throat> yeah, man, both of them collapsed. My team might suck, but you know what? We're all in the same place right now at they home. Played, they played one extra game. Yeah, so. Who are you pulling for? Uh, you know what? I don't like – I don't dislike Buffalo. You know, I, oh, I, I definitely want to see them beat the Chiefs. Though. I have a home girl who she's the diehard Buffalo Bills fan. I'm happy for her. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't mind cheering for them. I like Everybody the else that I could cheer for is gone. So I like the story in Houston with the rookie CJ Shroud. I like that. Oh, he's the shit. Yeah, I like, I like that. I like the story going on in Detroit. You know, never won anything. Yeah, anymore. man. You, know, like, you got to like that. I guess I'm pulling for like the more like heartfelt stories. Like, don't get me wrong. If Baltimore won, that'd be cool. I like Odell Beckham. Lamar Jackson's a baller. If San Fran won, like they have George Kittle and all that, that'd be right. cool. To be honest, as long as it's not the Chiefs, I really just don't want the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, it sucks, man. When you when you're not a fan of a team and they like you, they get that uh, dynasty shit going on. And you like get sick of them. But then if it's your I'm team, you love it. I'm a P. I know everyone was yeah. sick of our asses. Yeah. I wish I had a damn team that was a dynasty. I and wish maybe one day in my lifetime I'll get know, that. The Giants can suck forever, but the Giants are the only consistent team that put the Patriots down. That's all we got. That's all we have to hang our hat on, dude. We beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl twice, and I know I say that like it's a, 
not a big deal. It's like a gigantic deal. Yeah, um, I, know. I know when I lived through that, it was tremendous. But like, then it's another 11, 12 years of garbage and mediocrity. So I don't know. What can you do? What can you fucking do? Yeah. And then, uh, you know, one thing I want to talk about before we go is like we talked about pre-show. I said I was going to bring it up for our boy, Dan. Perry Saturn. <laughs> Perry Saturn. We were talking on the pre-show about Perry Saturn, kind of making jokes about him. But I was trying to – um, I was saying when I was watching WCW back in the day and Perry Saturn – because I – so here's the thing. I kind of discovered ECW backwards. So I would watch WWE, obviously, or WWF, and I started watching WCW when the NWO shit happened. And then after the NWO shit happened, like they started introducing like Raven's flock mm -hmm. where they had Raven and Saturn and Stevie Ray, uh, Stevie Ray, uh, <laughs> whatever his name is, Stevie Richards and all these people in these groups. And I didn't know that Perry Saturn was in ECW. Well, I learned later he was in the Pitbulls or whatever in that group. So I had never really seen him until he was in WCW. And then when I saw him in WCW, I was like, dude, who the fuck is this? Like, this guy looks like an alien. Like, yeah, I'm like, bro, this guy looks like an alien, dog. Like, why are you even wearing a dress? Because <laughs> um, he just had a weird face, dude. Um, but his moveset is where, where I was like, because for the most part, Raven's flock was like, it was a joke. Like, yeah. you know, you had Kidman. He looked like a, a goth boy. Even though he had ability, you had uh, later Horace Hogan was in that group, and you had like uh, what was this dude Van Hammer with the fucking pink <laughs> nipple ring and all that bullshit. That but Perry Saturn, like real life badass, by the way, army. Yeah, Rangers. like military. He's got like 192 drops out of fucking airships yeah. or whatever it is you real crazy people badass. do. But um, he had this. I had never seen it before. He has a suplex that I can't, I don't even remember what it's called now, but he would, um, you know how you lock up with somebody. He would, it's almost like he puts you in a sleeper, but like face to face. And then he would suplex you like that from Strong. a sleeper. Hold. And so I was like, bro, I never seen that shit before in my life. Yeah. When I saw that, I was like, okay, this dude is legit. And then he had his finisher that rings a Saturn. Yeah. But I always like, when him I would do that shit because he would make the worst, the worst faces when he was like uh, tapping somebody out. Because, you know, when for some reason in wrestling, when you put someone in a submission hold, you also have to scream for some yeah. reason. <laughs> so he would put them in the rings of Saturn and he'd make that face. He'd be like, <laughs> it was like, dude. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, though. When the Radicals first came over to WWF, he was the one I was the most amped about. And that outfit that he was wearing with the like the hat, like the hat with the little the little fez hat yeah. and shit that he had on, I was like, "What the fuck is this guy wearing, dude?" And then he ended up with a mop. Yeah, then he ended up with Moppy. But I think he was the European champion during Moppy. Right, he would say, "You're welcome." Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. That was a big dude, though. Yeah, big awesome. ass dude. Yeah, he uh, the whole radicals thing. I loved that back in the day. Yeah, that was dope. And Malenko, Guerrero, Benoit. For me, it was dope because I loved those guys so much in WCW. And it was like, 
seeing them all sitting in the front row together with Chris Benoit wearing like that freaking like Hawaiian, Italian, super Italian like shirt. Yeah. And he had like bracelet so, and gold and all this shit on. I was like, really, Chris Benoit? Yeah, they uh, they brought him in pretty good. I'll say that. Yeah, Chris Benoit, one of the saddest like stories. It sucks, man. You you know you have to separate the person from the reality, but sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. It's it sucks because sometimes when you talk about old wrestling and you bring up stuff like that was part of it. Like he was a big part of my fandom back then, and I start talking about that kind of stuff, and I'm like, yeah, but this guy, yeah. Like you but can't that run he went on in 04, winning the rumble from number one and then won the title. Bro, one of the greatest, the one of the greatest fucking moments in WWE history. You can't even see it anymore. When he wins the title in that triple threat match with Shawn Michaels and Triple H and Eddie hits the ring and they celebrate together. Like one of the I can't even watch that show without crying, bro. That's yeah. like one of the greatest fucking things ever. And Jim Ross's voice is completely fucking gone by the end of that WrestleMania. And he's just screaming, my God, that like that whole thing is like incredible. And you can like very Saturn. You can't even enjoy it. Yeah, it should have been very Saturn. Yeah, he had my man had a hell of a wrestling career. Like he was always in the oddest shit, like dressing up all weird and then had the hat. And was walking around with a mop, but escorted by Terry Reynolds. So weird, bro. One of the weirdest, one of the oddest characters in WWE. I just, I just don't think they knew what to do with him. Like, no, because the other three, they obviously Eddie and Benoit, they went. Yeah. But even Dean Malenko, like, he was big when they had the light heavyweight division. He won that title, and he was doing. Well, the thing is, too, The Rock, The Rock, fucking ended his career. Perry, The Rock ended Perry Saturn's fucking whole career, bro. Yeah. He was like, Perry Saturn, The Rock doesn't know much about you. The only thing he knows about you is that you got one eye that goes that way and another eye that goes that way. Once he did that, that was it. It was over for Perry Saturn, bro. It was over for that guy. There was no coming back from that because he had zero promo. Yeah. Like zero. So he, what was he going to do? Man, and The he Rock. Was too, I, he was I, too small to beat The Rock's ass. Man, so The what Rock. was he going to do? Man, The Rock had some savage shit. He used to He's say a that. Dick. Like, the guy was really a dick back in the day, bro. I don't care, Mike. Remember when? Remember when he did the promo about the five men going into the Hell in a Cell match? Where oh, yeah, he said, yeah, yeah. "I drink some Steve Weisers and listen yeah. to some Backstreet Boys," and then we're Triple H and I the game. No, the best one is the Kurt Angle. Yeah, like, I'm gonna drink a big glass of milk, and then Rakeem, and then I'll take three Viagra. What about when he was wrestling the Undertaker and the Undertaker popped up and he kicked his ass to go right back down? My favorite rock moment ever is the 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 when he was the special referee for Triple H and uh British Bulldog and he was like refereeing and he was announcing yeah. and then he was like on the headset and then he would run into the ring and come back out. Uh, that was that, that fucking one two. It doesn't matter if the rock counts to three. Just to, bro, that's the greatest shit ever, bro. The greatest. Bro, you know, I saw before we were out, I saw an insane stat, I think the other day, that AJ Styles' WWE run has a like legit full time run. So now when they went part time, it's longer right now than The Rock and Stone Cold. Damn. The Rock debuted in '96 and left. When did in AJ debut? 2011. 16. 
of 2016. For Jan- so January. So we're at uh, eight, what, eight, years? eight years. Eight years of AJ. So I, I think it, this. It sounds insane, but I think his most time spent now has been in WWE. You just don't think it because you think of all the other shit he did. Wow. Yeah, because fuck, man. Yeah, because The Rock got like humongous, and then he was a movie star. Yeah, because he debuted in '96, because and then he uh, he left in pretty much '02 when he lost to Brock. Wow. He Damn. just did a lot in that time frame. Yeah, yeah. Same with Stone Cold. I think Stone Cold left in. I think it was, technically it was what O two. He had that one last match in O three against The Rock, but I think he really what I don't remember his exactly, but still eight years, like same thing. Yeah. Like damn, bro, wow. The and thing is, too, like I think I think right now also in this day and age, guys are a little not that they're more durable, but there's more like well, let me say there's probably less, uh, you know, dangers out there. For wrestlers than there were back then for stone cold and the rock like there was a lot more pills and alcohol and painkillers and all that shit that they a lot of guys had to take not not even wanted to take had to take because they were just so beaten to the fucking ground where now you have like you know there's a lot more regulated and stuff like that so guys careers could last a little longer you uh because man at the end stone cold was wearing those two fucking giant knee braces bro the dude could barely fucking move. Like, it was terrible. He still had ability, but his legs were just, his knees were all fucked up, dude. It's amazing that he did that WrestleMania match, whatever it was, two years ago, with no knee braces. I don't think he was wearing any knee braces when he did that match. Uh, he uh, Obviously, he rests the body and whatever, but it's nuts how, like, him and The Rock will, I will always be on the mountain that The Rock juices maybe not now but he is a lot bigger than what he used to you know it's funny i just watched a a documentary on youtube about the rock it's called the problem with the rock actually um and it was about that and it was showing his like when he was in wwe and when he left that first time when he did like the rundown yeah where he was like pretty big and then by the time he did the tooth fairy he looked like a fucking normal dude that just works out and then when he went to fast and furious all of us, this motherfucker was like a, a gorilla, and it's just yeah. like, how's this fifty-year-old man? Like, come on, dude, really? You're gonna tell me that this fifty-year-old man just because he works hard, he looks like that? Like, no. And, th- and here's why I said, because Stone Cold, like, you see when he talks, he still got those. Like, Stone Cold's bigger now, I think, than when he was wrestling. But you can tell, like, that's just a natural Southern dude. Yeah, but he looks like he's. You know, he's in shape. He takes care of it. So he might take, like, testosterone or something or, you know, he might take some stuff to, like, kind of maintain. But he's not, like, bro, The Rock is like this. And the difference between the two, yeah. The Rock still has abs. Stone Cold not trying to take a shot because he's bigger than me. I doubt Stone Cold has a six pack. Drinking those those fucking wires and shit. Have you had those? I have not. I haven't found them around here yet. If you like IP, so I'm not an IPA guy and I like yeah. it, but the I American Lager one's really good. I gotta find them shits one of these days. I think I'm gonna I buy them WrestleMania this year. Have a couple Steve Weisers during me. Hell yeah. Well, now that I guess that we're talking about Steve Weisers and Perry Saturn, I think we could, <laughs> we could take it home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I texted I texted Dan about it and he's like, I can't wait to watch. And then <laughs> 
he said we should do a weekly segment where he gives us a topic to talk about. He said next week it should be top four Booker T expressions. Oh, oh, that's an easy one. Shit, that's easy. Nothing beats favorite Booker T moment. Nothing beats when he's on commentary and Michael Cole's like, and he suffers from anal bleeding. What? <laughs> what? What? That or what he's doing now with Trick Williams for me. But, yeah, she's, he's awesome. Yeah, he's. But all right, I think that's going to do it for us. I'll send us home. Thank you guys again for listening. But most importantly, start following us. You can follow me if you really want on Twitter and Instagram. But follow the show on Twitter at Wrestling Be Trash. We get interactions there. But the YouTube page, Wrestling Is Trash. Like, comment, share, subscribe, the whole nine. We push it out there for you. Lou puts in a lot of work to that YouTube page. You know, give it some love. Give it some love. We love the views, but give us just a little more. We're being greedy. We want a little more. Um, that's all I got. Keep following us everywhere. What you got, Lou? Send us home. Man, Lou from the BX Host of Everything Podcast. Goals of Wrestling is Trash. Very happy to be here. Very happy to continue to pump up this content for you guys. We very much enjoy doing this show, so hopefully you guys enjoy watching it. And uh, what can I say, man? We're back for another week. We will be back again yeah. next week for you with some more uh, – delicious wrestling content so more perry saturn talk we're going to start the perry saturn podcast hell yeah uh, and uh yeah what else can i say man thank you guys so much for joining us and uh we're gonna head out so with that being said guys enjoy wrestling <laughs>